And if you no longer go for a gap that exists, you're no longer a racing driver. This last one is Vero retiring oh, from races so and from Formula One. <laughs> it's so sad. It sounded so sad. Oh no, I th I thought that was uh, another uh, another vehicle uh, coming to to raid uh, the house next to you because I I heard the the FBI uh, is visiting a place very very close to you in the dark of night. Can you confirm? It's my my uncle's house. Your uncle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you if you see the aerial aerial shots, yeah, you know the the little pool house to the right. That, that's where I. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I I'm pretty sure I saw you out there waving waving the Let's Go Brandon flag. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw you out there on. Middle of that. Well, we we're not getting investigated by the FBI, but uh, not we, now. We yeah. are, we we are dropping a a review show, uh, just a mere uh, eight and a half days after the most <laughs> recent race. I mean, like if nothing if nothing else, we're very timely, right? Yep. Well, I guess we do deserve a raid for not you know, recording a review after the actual race, <laughs> but such is well, life. Uh, you know, you you've just been ducking me. You know, uh, that that's fine. That's fine. Mm, well, sure. Let's go with that. Maybe before we get into the podcast, you do you, uh, want to do a couple of shout outs? Um, anybody you want to you want to mention? Uh, yep. Recently? Yeah, recently. I'll start. Uh, I'll start with a uh, Formula Ina uh, okay. for sucking at math. <laughs> she had a uh, tweet about you know like <laughs> if you if you I think something like if you sum all of Norris's wins and multiply by eight, you get to Ricardo's. Uh, you know number of wins but little did she realize that <laughs> she had zero wins right so the math would right, be right, zero right but but she was a, uh, i'm shouting her out not because of the burner of that but being a good sport you know and yeah, just yeah, making fun yeah. of herself and, and that's yeah. all you can do in a situation like that right because she she tried to be you know uh is nikki smart and and right. you know it backfired and she had fun you know yeah. that's all you can do I like people that you know are able to make fun of themselves and just you know get on top of it. So shout out to her, um, and also shout out to our girl Undercut Creative. Um, she's finally get reading of the getting rid of the the dad stock that's the the Ricardo you know, inspired exactly. You know, yes, product no, line. nobody wants that stuff yeah. anymore. And, not even, not even uh, McLaren wants that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> But not only that, she's coming. She's coming out with a, a cool El Plan, uh, you know, product line, which I'll be buying a lot. And she promised me that pretty soon the Bozo time, Jason inspired seekers are coming out. So I'm pretty excited about that. Go, but, uh, to everyone that's listening to this podcast, go go visit her at Undercut Create, and you can find her her store. You know, go go help uh, small businesses. I, I like that you're subscribing to L Plan when uh, you know Alonzo is just changing L Plan whenever he feels like it. He's just uh, you know dumping <laughs> off his contract and and changing it on the fly. Yeah, it's it really sounds like he has L Plan uh, going. Hey, that, uh, well, you know Alonzo is like you know that that teenager that you know that just started like 
know, hooking up with girls, like, you know, and I keep changing girlfriends because he finds the better one or gets tired yeah, of the yeah, current one. Yeah. It's Alonso, yeah. but like in, in Formula One terms, right? He's tired of Alpine, goes to the next one, and then he's going to get tired, try to go somewhere else. The problem with Alonso is that the clock's ticking, right? He's not a teenager anymore, and this might be his best, his last shot. Yeah, the the uh, we'll, we'll get to it, but yeah, yeah, there's not yeah. that many teams that even want him uh, anymore. Really? Uh, but I mean, even fewer teams want uh, Danny Rick. Uh, so that's uh, good. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. We'll, we'll, do your shout Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put we'll yeah. put that that pelt on the wall very soon. Uh, I want to <laughs> give uh, give a shout out to uh, to little Johnny, uh, who uh, is no longer with us in the in the Twitter world, but uh, actually has been uh, the least annoying in his entire life over the last uh, month or so because he deleted his account. So, uh, you know, hope you're doing well, uh, yeah. Johnny. Uh, he's the ambassador of our show. So hopefully- Oh, wow, he got uh, promoted to ambassador? Wow. Oh, yes, yes. It, he's, he's just gonna be harassing people in person now, uh, begging Johnny. them to, to listen to uh, to our podcast. Yeah, uh, I, Johnny, I do... Johnny is funny because, you know, he, meet, he lives in the middle of nowhere, but Michigan, yeah. Wisconsin or whatever, Minnesota, uh, fly, 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 over, very fly over country. Who cares? Well, it's it's where it's wherever it's very cold during the winter. So it's I think it's summer now, and he's out doing stuff because the the summer mm -hmm. there lasts like two weeks. So right. I bet I bet he's gonna come back once you know mid August hits and the, the temperatures drop. Um, he needs to be indoors, so I'm hope hopeful that he will come back. The uh, the other guy I wanted to uh, to shout out was is my man Dave, uh, who is rocketing up uh, the the Jason fan club standings. He's probably slotted in around uh, you know number three position uh, today. Uh, that's uh, at DVD DTN twenty two oh two. That's my man Dave. He confirmed that I know my stuff. I know <laughs> racing, and that's why. Dave is my man. And what was that? What was the the context? Uh, I I told him I said that uh, Grosjean was trash, and he's like, "Oh, that's yeah, right. You, you know guys what you're talking about. <laughs> you guys pulled <laughs> yeah. it over over Grosjean. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We did the the digital fist bump, uh, as it were. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It was very good. Spiking the ball over over Grosjean. Mm -hmm. well, can, can we talk about IndyCar just for a moment? I mean, as as much as sure. I hate uh, that that class of, of racing, I love how they go to Nashville every year, and uh, people think that it's going to be an actual race when it's just a crash fest. I mean, it's just every single car smashes in. I think they had like eighteen uh, yellow flags or, or or you know safety cars or whatever. Uh, just a garbage, garbage race for a garbage series. But the good side was Grosjean uh, crashed, and uh, we all got to laugh at it because it was right at the end of the race. So, hmm. yeah, I I have no comments because I, I don't watch it. I think it's very boring. And, it's it's you know. half a step above Formula E, which is where Daniel oh, yeah. Rick is going to be very, very soon. Yeah. Formula E, that is. If they want him, if they want him, <laughs> if they if they want him. Uh, all right. Well, let, let's talk about uh, the Hungarian GP just for a moment. Uh, sure. Then we can talk about uh, all the stupid season stuff. Um, so, so we saw uh, your man, the the most mature man on the grid, as as you've called him, Max. He cruised to victory. Um, basically, Ferrari just completely lost their mind uh, and decided to give away a win. 
Um, so, you know, how are you feeling, feeling with your boy, Max is he's running away with this championship, right? I mean, again, he's just Thanos at this point. Well, I, I, I said a couple of weeks ago, or sorry, a couple of races ago that Ferrari did everything in their power to lose that race. And yes. they keep, they keep doing it race after race. They keep doing it. And today was, uh, sorry, last race was with the pit strategy that makes no sense. And, uh, we actually, you and I had to go back and kind of refresh in the race to, to prepare for the for the yeah. the show now, and we were looking at the the strategies, and it, it makes even less sense now. Even less sense, yeah. <laughs> when you see uh, it written out on paper, it's it, yeah, it gets it's yeah. even dumber uh, exactly. than it was uh, live. And one thing, one yeah. thing, uh, we, we, it's a theme, right? And I think Red Bull is so good at that. They they, they make every competitor's brains a noodle. Because yeah. last year they obliterated, you know, uh, Mercedes uh, mm-hmm. its strategy team. They are doing the same thing with Ferrari this year. They just create fear, uncertainty, and doubt into yes. their competitors' strategies. You know, team uh, Leclerc was actually leading the race. Uh, yep. He started on mediums, right? He he peered. On, on the window, and then Verstappen out of the blue pitted. They had a short, so Verstappen started on a, on softs, then he pitted on the on lap 18th, and then on lap 38, meaning what like 14 laps on mediums, right? Is my math correct? No, 24. 18 uh, call, to call up a formula Anya or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they, 20 laps on mediums, they stopped, right? And weird, right? And people were, 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 were yeah. thinking, what's going on? Mediums are not going to gonna be able to go to the end. And Ferrari, who had a completely different strategy because Leclerc started on mediums instead of soft, covered um, Red Bull. Right, they just went right, the the, right. the lap right after and covered uh, Red Bull, but because it was already their second pit stop and they had two stints on mediums, they had to either go soft, which wouldn't be able to finish with what thirty laps to go, uh, and or or hards, and they decided to go with hards, and that's when you know things went downhill. Um, clearly, the hards were not performing in, in that race, and yeah, Red just, Bull had just... a second. The Red Bull utterly stupid, yeah. yeah. And Red Bull's third stint, which was the second with mediums, was completely fine to do 30 laps. So clearly, Red Bull just like you know, put some FUD, as the kids would say, uh, into into Ferrari's strategy. I'm gonna, am I gonna? Oh, okay, I thought I was going to, have to pull up uh, Urban Dictionary there just just uh, just to check what that one was. But, but yeah, I, I think it was so. Pure, so here's here's, here's what I would characterize it as: last year, Red Bull exposed uh, Mercedes, right? Because yeah. because Mercedes, there was this mystique that they knew what they were doing, and then there was that false the false flag operation of them having a master class on strategy where they just lucked into some wins. So so they got exposed for, you know, just kind of doing the most obvious thing uh, and getting lucky most of the time and really relying on how good the car was, how good their driver was. This year, uh, Red Bull 
is just making a laughing stock of a Ferrari. It's 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 not even exposing them. It's embarrassing them. It's pantsing them. It's bringing them to the front of the classroom and just pulling down their shorts in front of everybody. Uh, I mean, it it's it's sort of sad to watch how bad Ferrari is is at this. I mean, they're they're there. Uh, it looks like they're just coloring with crayons during the race. They're not concerned at all with what's the the, the race that's in front of them. Uh, they're they're probably watching the the Lightyear movie or Cars Five or whatever the Pixar movie of the month is, and, and they're not paying mm-hmm. attention to the race at all. Um, it, it it's really sad to watch, especially if you're if you're a uh, Leclerc fan or or even if uh, a poor Signs fan like yourself. It must be sad to watch knowing that they have, you know, a, a very good driver lineup and they're wasting it on the idiots holding clipboards sitting behind laptops on, on the side of, of the pit wall. Um, it's sad to watch. Uh, Ferrari just gave this win away um, for no reason at all, for and no purpose at all uh, mm-hmm. for what they did. So. I know, and I and I, th- I know everyone beats you to death. Uh, like Ferrari's, you know, stupid strategy. But again, look at the data. The I think the 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 the, the, the second drive that got most fucked by pit strategy was actually Russell, right? Because yes. yep. Mercedes again through through Red Bull's flood, they also tried to cover Verstappen by by stopping Russell at, at lap thirty nine. Yeah. Uh, while Russell was again in a different strategy, uh, and by doing that, you no know, Russell had older tires when time yep. came to fight with Hamilton, even with Verstappen. Right? Had Russell stayed on his course off strategy and you know having a longer mid uh, stint, he could have won that race, right? Because he oh, did have yeah. the pace. Mercedes have the pace, right? And the, had, and those wheels could he had go the more. Tra- than- he had the track position and and the pace, and really, I mean, he, I don't. I, Russell didn't have the optimal tire combination, right? I, I I think for Mercedes, you know, Hamilton kind of proved that him soft was the right combination for their car, right? Um, even though, so basically, he had, you know, he was following the same tire combination that that Verstappen had, but the fact that he fell back to third. And that Verstappen is able to go from what he start tenth or something and and win the race, um, just just shows like how bad they screwed it up for Russell as well, um, because he yeah. should have walked away easily with the win uh, here. But uh, yeah, they, they he, he yeah because had, had he well look, look at but, look look at uh, the the stints right. He he stops at lap sixteen, put puts yep. mediums, and then on thirty nine he puts medium again. So his first medium stint is 23 laps had he extended that that to maybe you know yeah. lap 45 or 46 he could have built a, a lead that could have allowed him to fight with hamilton's soft tire yeah. and even verstappen's space right but by, by yeah. covering verstappen he he just got down to the, the rankings here understanding they, they should have just uh, the same ferrari and mercedes both just should have ran their race not right. not right. trying to to cover up or or if you're going to cover only have one of your guys cover uh right they they should have just ran their race and they would have been fine those yeah uh leclerc and and uh russell should have finished 1 2 you know but coulda woulda shoulda right that right. Um, they just they threw threw away 
um, that. But, you know, it falls into Hamilton's uh, plate as much too, right? That uh, he, he ends up with the optimal uh, tire, tire tire strategy and, yeah, picks up a, a, a P2 um, uh, out of this one. So, um it, what it what it makes me uh, wonder about you know do do you do you believe in Mercedes do you think they will not only win a, one race this year will they win more than one race this year uh, given that you know they they've had some speed and and then knowing how dumb Ferrari is um, do you think they they win a couple of races? That's a good question. I I would say they will win at least one. Once this this year, but I think they they have a lot to prove. You know, they still have a lot to prove. the The car is definitely getting better, mm-hmm. but Ferraris and, and Red Bulls are so far ahead. You know that unless this new tech, technical directive comes in and, and kind of evens the the play field a little bit, I don't. The, the only the only way Mercedes will win a race is like if something happens to both Red Bulls and Ferraris. Yeah, I I think I'm I'm assuming that that you know you're gonna see either some some kind of failure and then the other team make a, a blunder, uh, which will allow Mercedes to win at least one. I tend to agree. I don't think they have they haven't shown the pace anywhere that that's good, that says that they're going to win a race uh, purely on pace. Um, so yeah, I think one win. Uh, hopefully, it goes to my man Russell. Uh, and yep. uh, Lewis uh, goes uh, winless this year, uh, not because we hate on him, but just because we'd, we'd re- like to see new guys win, right? So, um, and, also, and also we are a George Russell podcast, so... Yes, yes, we yes, yeah. we've turned into a George Russell podcast. We, uh, we stopped being a Lando podcast uh, a long time ago, I think. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, yeah, so we'll see, we'll see, but... Uh, I have I hadn't thought about that, but I believe that Mercedes winning a race this year would be akin of Alpine winning a race last year, right? It's uh, it's when things happen to the other teams, and you end yep, up yep. inheriting that win. And that, that's the only way. Yeah, way taking win. advantage of the situation. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, you know, uh, you know Perez and and uh, signs are round, rounding up the top. So so the guys at the top were uh, the guys that you would have expected. Maybe not in the the order that you expect, but um, right. you know the top teams getting getting the best finishes um, at a, at a high downforce track. So uh, it kind of makes sense, uh, but it does point to just the futility that is Haas. I mean Haas. <laughs> they hold on, hold on, hold on. They, do, do you mean do you mean the white Ferraris? Yeah, yeah, the white Ferraris. <laughs> I mean, they bring all the upgrades. They give it to you know they have two terrible drivers, but they give it to the one that that doesn't crash as much. They give it to Magnussen, <laughs> and they get nothing for it, right? Like, there's really no speed difference at all uh, between the two vehicles. Um, I mean, may you know maybe. It, spurred uh schumacher to drive a little bit harder to try to prove himself uh because uh really he needs to be out of the sport uh but <laughs> i mean just it, again they that's this team has nothing to offer um it, I, I don't i don't know how else to say it like they have the t- the worst driver lineup and they have the worst upgrades the best they could do is try to make it look like a ferrari 
Yeah, I agree. And I'm, I was looking at the stay in, standings and even like both Ferrari junior teams, right? Haas and Alfa Romeo started the season so well. Yeah. And they, they seem to be just like losing everything, like performance and, you know, driver's capability. Although you never trusted Bottas. No, Joe yes. was doing relatively well as a rookie and he's still, he's still yeah. doing good. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like the the performance is not there for the the, the Ferrari powered uh, teams, it's, which is interesting. It's a good point. It's probably been somewhat underreported how far Alpha has fallen this year, right? Because yeah. I mean, there was a there was a time when they could have challenged uh, for definitely for fourth place constructor, yep. um, you know, and and potentially maybe squeezed out some. A podium or two is what was i mean early on in the season it looked like that was a, a real possibility you know you had botas um putting up some good finishes and and really some good lap times as well um and then now to fall to next to the bottom what they're probably yeah. the seventh place team now basically well, and, and aside of mclaren i'm sorry aside of mercedes who definitely has improved the car in season mclaren with look uh with norris has also improved right yeah yeah they, they they have been improving that car which is great and norris has shown that you know on track i mean what it, what it has shown me is uh that that lando uh despite his size is very very strong and and just his endurance is it's really to be lauded uh, for him to carry his teammate this far for this long, uh, yeah. because because uh, Danny Rick has been nothing but dead weight, uh, and Lando is just throw just doing a fireman's carry, just throwing him <laughs> up on his shoulders, and, yeah. and carrying him and the rest of that team. Uh, so you know, good good for him, uh, bad for for your man, uh, Danny Rick. Um, any yeah. any other thoughts on, on yeah, the I have race? I have Go two ahead. more, and it's look again looking at the pit stop data, right? And yeah. I think you and I have brought this up before uh, that both Alonso and Alpine needs to stop with this fucking like second tier pit strategy of oh, trying yeah, to yeah. do one pit stop. Like, and you see both Alonso and Ocon went with mediums and then one pit stop and then hards to the end. You know. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's why Alonso is leaving that team because they, they have this like, <laughs> mentality, which pisses me off, right? They, are, they have a good car. They should be having, you know, normal strategy, not the uh, alternative strategy for exactly. races. Uh, but I, but they, uh, worse can, than can that? I, sure, go ahead. I, I, I wanted to add on to uh, – there was one thing I picked up in the, the pre-race uh, when they were talking to George – and they asked him, hey, you know, what's the pit strategy going to be like? Uh, and he said, you know, most teams or, you know, most guys have been talking about doing a three stop or some some guys might do a two stop. Right. So so basically already indicating that um, it's going to be the softs and the mediums. And he said, well, you know, the weather's kind of changed on race day. So, you know, maybe somebody could try a one stop. But basically he's openly admitting like everybody knows what the strategy is that three stop is going to be the way to go right that it's going to be if you're mm -hmm. on softs you're going to go mediums to the ends or if you're on mediums you're going to hit softs on at the end he's saying this on 
television that this is what everybody's going to do, but somehow Alpine and Ferrari don't get the message uh, that, that is going on. And no wonder uh, they were being laughed at in, uh, in the podium room there at the end. I think, uh, I think it was Lewis who was uh, having a little <laughs> yeah. chuckle that, that, they, that, that Leclerc was on the hards for some well, not, time. So In none of Pirelli's uh, strategy, was medium medium hard it, it wasn't even it, it wasn't on the the, the realm of possibilities <laughs> for ferrari <laughs> that weekend and still ferrari went for it so yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I just i have one more thought on the race yeah. and pit strategy uh it shows how aston martin must aston martin is fucked and it just shows me how i don't understand why alonso is going to that team mm -hmm. stroll managed to have all of his tire sets used. He didn't run with any new tires for the entire race. He started on a used set of tires, then his second seat was on used tires, and his third seat was on used tires. So like, how a team can manage to do that in all three seats is beyond me. Yeah, yeah, how, how they could, couldn't save one set of tires to use in the race. <laughs> Yep. Well, you, you've so you've already hinted at one of the dominoes, but uh, for the silly season, but the the first real domino was uh, thankfully uh, we can all sigh uh, a sigh of relief. Seb Vettel is going to retire. Um, you know, what what do you, what do you have to say about uh, Seb retiring? Happy, sad, glad to see him go. What do you think? No, it's as someone that has admired Seb, I think it's sad to see him go. However, mm -hmm. I mean, we've been talking about this since last year, and yeah, he hasn't been delivering. We know the car is not there. Uh, when he had chances, like you know, Baku last year, he he you know, he did well. Um, we all thought that leaving Ferrari for Aston was a good move in terms of reviving his career, uh, and if anything, you know. Aston just cemented his you no know, death. Um, yep. I would rather see him go, like maybe McLaren's uh, Ricardo's seat, you know, and actually have a shot at redeeming himself uh, mm -hmm. than retiring. Uh, I know it's all you know silly you know arguments here. Um, uh, he, believe it or not, he's younger than Lewis, right? So he's, he, I think he's right, one or right. two years younger. So if anything, he has you know fuel on the tank. To prove if Lewis can do it, I think Vettel has two years you know, on top of it. So yeah, I, I would definitely like see him at least having one more shot, as I want to see with Alonso. Uh, but yes, it's sad to see him going. Uh, I do think that for a while he he gave up on Formula One and he was trying to do other things, which are pretty noble, yeah. and I, I do support. But I think that started like mixing with actually focusing on Formula One. And you know, all the best to him. Hopefully, he will come back like Alonso did. Maybe he's trying to get out of the uh, the Aston Martin contract, year off, come back, you know, pick a maybe a better team and try one last shot. Um, you know, I I, I hate to uh, to disagree with you, but I mean, Vettel was washed up 
a couple of years ago. I mean, really, if you think back to it, probably about three years ago was really when, uh, as a as a whale, he gets beached onto the shore, <laughs> completely completely washed up and just baked in the sun, uh, as his hair uh, got continually greasy and uh, thinner uh, over the last couple of years. Um, I, I mean, I'm not sad to see him go. I think uh, he, he's well past his prime. I mean, in his prime, uh, he was great. I mean, I mean, his he has some uh, at least his his win streak um, is probably not going to be beaten, at least not anytime soon. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and just the dominance that he had when he was at, at Red Bull. Um, it shows the the mentality he had, which was just cutthroat and ruthless, which is exactly what you want from uh, a top tier driver. So I respect all of that stuff, but then, uh, yeah, it just seemed that uh, he sort of lost it as uh, as time went on. Uh, you know, if the car wasn't great, um, he wasn't uh, he wasn't always uh, lifting the performance of the of the car and getting you know exceptional finishes and that sort of shows his time and at aston where he maybe he's distracted but also like you're not seeing him rack up you know really high finishes or you know places where he shouldn't be and then you know like hungary last year you know the team had to cheat for him to finish second right, uh, right? so no i think uh, i think also he, he was done. i think he tried i think he tried to elevate elevate the team sure. But clearly, they they, they, they focus on Lance, right? Yeah, Lance yeah. is the, the owner's son. So I think that kind of put a, you know, threw a, a cold towel uh, onto him in a way that he was like, it's an uphill battle. Mm -hmm. uh, fuck mm -hmm. this shit. Um, I remember reading stuff last year, beginning of the season, that you know, he came in, he helped the team actually design a new uh, racing wheel. Uh, with like functionalities that made sense, you know, he was trying to elevate the team. He was trying to be that, you know, uh, yeah. senior driver that you now was bringing his experience. But now the team is very pro stroll, uh, and I think that really mined his confidence again yeah. after coming from Ferrari. Uh, but yeah, now it is what it is. Uh, the the show must go on. And surprisingly, the day after he announces that, Alonso goes and grabs that seat. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if any. Ever. I don't know if anybody had that down. Like no. somebody put down that bet of of how who was going to fill that seat. I mean, I'm sure the odds were were ridiculous, especially not you know just whatever a day a day later whenever it was. Um, I I still I still have no idea why Alonzo would go to Aston. The only thing I can think of. The only thing I can come up with is that Alpine is just that screwed up, that they are just so hopelessly lost, that they have so much turmoil on the inside that that even Fernando, who is often the cause of, of chaos, uh, an agent of chaos, you, you, might, uh, you might say, that yeah. he, he, even for him it's too much and he just wants to get away and and you know we kind of hinted at it there's really only like four or five teams that even he could go to if he wanted to right because the the top teams red bull mercedes ferrari mclaren alpha tauri none of them 
would have him, right? None of them would, would take, him, take him on. So really, it's the back half of the field he'd have to go to anyway. Um, so I, I, it's it, sort of inexplicable of why he would want to do that versus yeah. going to a different series or... I mean, um, he tried, stick, right? I mean, sticking it out, right? I think he wants a shot in... The Alpine is definitely better than last year. It's a team that's mm -hmm. progressing. He definitely knows something that we don't, right? Either, you know, Alpine doesn't want him anymore after one more year. Either he knows that maybe Alpine won't invest as much. Or maybe he, no, he knows that Lance called him and said, hey, you're the number one. We're going to invest double what we're investing. You know, bring us a title. I know that there's something there that obviously we don't know. But this situation is so weird, right? Like leaving the, let's say, the fifth team on the grid to go to the eighth team on the grid. Yeah. You know, it's very weird. Um, very hopefully, weird. he can spark a plug on that team. Hopefully, that's the you know the, the whip that they need. However, yeah. Alonso has always been about Alonso, and he's yes. always yes. been someone that does not aggregate a team. He actually. No, what's the contrary of ag aggregate? <laughs> Divide. Disaggregate. Disaggregate yeah. <laughs> a team, destroys a team. Yeah. It's yeah. all about him. And he's going to yes. a team whose owner who has a son running for that team. So I don't see that, you know, math adding up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no shout out to Formula <laughs> Anya. <laughs> this math definitely does not add up. But, you know, it's it, it will be interesting to see next year what happens. And it's kind of the opposite, right? Because Vettel replaced Alonso on Ferrari and now Alonso is replacing Vettel on Aston Martin. So a little bit of... I mean, no. I, I guess on the bright side, at least they didn't uh, call Mick Schumacher uh, over yeah. to, to fill that seat. So so yeah. hopefully we're, we're closer to Schumacher being out of Formula One. Um, so that's a win for everybody, especially people who make carbon fiber parts. Um, <laughs> I yeah, Al Alonzo to Aston. the The only close comparison I can I can think of uh, recently of somebody moving so far down the grid would be Bottas. Uh, but that's purely because he is made of butter and he sucks so bad they kicked him out uh, of the top team. Um, whereas but he's here, not. Uh, well, it seems like Alonzo left on his own volition. So. Yes. Yeah. But he, Bottas might be joined by someone else that's getting kicked out of a team. Oh yeah, yeah. What do you think? Who? Not what I think. What what I what my sources told me last week. Okay. What I oh, posted okay. last week and was confirmed, confirmed that confirmed that Piastri is going to McLaren. Is all the legal shit going on right now? But Piastri is going to McLaren. Ricardo is getting the boot, and hopefully he will go. He's going to Formula E because he doesn't need to be in Formula One anymore. He's just a waste of seat. You you know you haven't gotten enough praise for nailing uh, this right on the head. I mean I I mean once again scoops LK gets the the scoop that uh, Piastri is is uh, weaseling his way into McLaren. Not that I blame him. Actually, it's probably the best choice that he has. Um, yeah, that you are a hundred percent right on this. I don't. Listen, I don't like know how people, else to people say. make fun. Like people think that. Only people with a, a plastic card hanging yeah. on their neck, seeing journalists, can, can can have you know sources. 
And yes. uh, indeed, I don't have as many sources as people that work in this world, but I do have sources that I, and I, I don't post shit there just to, to grab likes. Uh, exactly. So when I post something, it's from sources that, that I trust. Uh, and that happened last year with Russell when I yep. said he was going to McLaren. Uh, yes, when check, I said about Bottas, when yep. I said about Bottas to Alpha, and this year, you know, uh, Piastri to McLaren. So, like, fuck all the haters, and, and thank you yep. to everyone that you know, like, you know, supported or at least didn't make fun of it and said, "Oh, interesting. Hope that happens." Uh, but all of this aside, I do not understand the hype of Piastri. I really don't. Oh, really? Like okay. I have never seen him driving. I know he uh, he was on form. Was he a champion? He he, he is right. Is he a F two champion? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I don't understand so. the hype. You know, it's like teams fighting for him. Why you have Vettel that you could maybe convince Vettel out of retirement to to go sit on a McLaren? You go after Piastri. Like I really don't get the the vibe. And you know, I don't know if McLaren is doing the right thing by doing that. Again, this to me it it also helps support my my theory that just whatever internally is going on at Alpine must be so terrible that even the reserve driver doesn't want to stay there, right? That he that yeah. he is refusing, uh, you know, and and then conveniently timed uh, all of this stuff. Uh, I mean, I don't want to put on a tinfoil hat, but it but it seems very suspicious that. Um, you know, when the announcements were made and, and uh, his demands made to, to switch teams, uh, how all of it came about when they needed to lock him up before, what was it, the, the July 31st, right? It was when it, yep. when it needed to happen, but uh, they missed the deadline for whatever reason. Um, it just points to Alpine being uh, just a terrible place uh, to, to work at, apparently, if you're a driver. I, too, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know what Piastri offers over any over any other you know potential driver right like uh, other than you know maybe just because uh new face and and you know uh, a, a guy that um maybe he's shown them something in uh in his reserve driver role or, or in the simulator um that's uh that they're really happy with uh other than that yeah i agree like you could replace him with just about anybody else uh your boy uh, Nicky DeVries, or um, who's the other names that have been thrown out? Um, Pato. Um, yeah. Well, Col- and Col- that's Herna. what I don't understand. McLaren has so many drivers that I yeah. know uh, are on the verge of getting a chance, like Pato and the other one, Herda, right? Yeah. And, and, and like they have this, you know, they are not Formula One world related, but they are good drivers, which everyone is asking for a chance. And there they go out of their way to get. No Piastri. Like, why not give Pato a chance or Herda a chance of running since you're going to get a rookie anyway? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, why do you need to go? Like, maybe, but maybe they know that Piastri is actually the real Australian deal, right? Because Weber wasn't, yeah. uh, Carlo isn't. Maybe Piastri is the real deal, you know? Maybe they do, they do know something that we don't. What's also going to be amazing uh, is that. McLaren is going to have to pay to, for for Danny Rick to not drive for them. I mean, how humiliating is that? That you're getting paid to get <laughs> out of the so team. So good, it's so good. And the number, the number that's been thrown out, uh, you know, I don't know how reliable it is, but twenty one million dollars. Crazy. 
Imagine for if Orlando drive for them. Yeah. Imagine if Orlando's like, holy shit, I'm the one carrying the team, and this buffoon is gonna get 21 million. Yeah, yeah, to not show up for work. Yeah. To pay him. They he sucks so bad that they they pay him to not uh, drive their vehicles anymore. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, again, uh, as as it relates to Piastri as well, I think I think it's a good move for him if 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 he's taking a bet on himself that going to McLaren is the better choice, um, then, then I'm, I'm all for it. You know, he has to do, you know, what, what he thinks is the best path forward. And same thing for Danny Rick. Like if the team really does have a contract and they need to buy him out of the contract, he, you know, he needs to demand as much as he can get oh, yeah, absolutely. force, force them to, to kick him out. Uh, which I, I'm sure they're going to be glad to do it uh, because uh, they, they've probably made made plenty of money off uh, DTS fans uh, through Danny Rick uh, <laughs> anyway. So I mean, I mean, having some empathy, right? It probably sucks for Danny Rick to know that the team doesn't want you. You know, you fought your whole life to get there. You know, yeah. you're still relatively young. He will probably get another seat. I mean, there's there might be a, a few options, right? Uh, maybe. If he swallows his pride and go maybe go back to Alphatari, or maybe yeah. he can get a hot seat because Mick Schumacher didn't renew with the Ferrari drivers academy, so yeah. that that seat might open. Maybe a Williams seat may open with Latifi going, you no know, away. So uh, I I do think uh, all kidding aside that he he will get a seat on Formula One, you know, but. Yeah, I mean, he he was never able to, you know, convert his skills into actual, you know, F1 results. And that happens to a lot of drivers. It's definitely a, a tough world. I think what, what has to be tough is that, you know, he, he did win a race last yep. year, right? Like, yep. it, it, it wasn't it wasn't like ages ago. I mean, um, so and then you compare to your teammate who, you know, who didn't win and, you know, it's not like he's uh vastly outperforming uh, i mean he, he he's had a few a few more podiums but uh it's it's not so lopsided that it's like a slam dunk to to get rid right of. Uh, but it's I mean, like just, he, it's he another case for sure yeah but the mclaren lucked out into that win as did alpine right it's not like oh, oh it was because of like, ricardo's excellent skills and, and driving abilities you know that's right that's right, uh, and like I'm not gonna take that from him. You know, a win is a win. Yeah. Um, but you know, he, he, you look at the total points at the end of the season. Norris was uh, ended in front of him, and this year Norris is in front of him. Right. Mm -hmm. So overall, uh, performance, you no know, Norris is beating him uh, by a large margin. Well. Uh, you know, I, I, I tend to agree with you as well that uh, Danny Rick will probably find a seat in Formula One, especially if there's some uh, some new teams, although it's, it's just the same teams, just with different names. Uh, so we know uh, Porsche is getting half of uh, Red Bull. Um, so maybe there'll be some changes down the road for Alpha Tauri as well. And, you know, there's still... Uh, still ideas of uh, of Audi, uh, yep. Sauber, uh, these things kind of jumbling around. So that could jumble some uh, some drivers uh, around as well. So you know maybe a possible landing spot is uh, is Alpha Alpha Romeo. Um, 
potentially Williams, how, but that would be re- like he'd really have to suck up his pride to go to a Williams, you know. How uh, how much of a regret do you think Gasly has for signing a contract before oh. everything happened? Oh, there has like I don't know if you've if you've talked to him this week, but I mean <laughs> he has to be on on suicide watch up, right? because I mean it's just how could how could he have missed the trade wins that yeah. bad uh to to, I mean, to they, not, potentially to not right had fe- he should have had yeah. feelers out there yeah. of hey what's the possibility of me getting in this seat or getting that seat yeah. like he should have had well, people let's, talking let's exclude the alpine one right because it came out of the right. blue but yeah. like aston martin could be a possibility uh even mclaren could be a possibility right there's like there's like yeah. and then alpine the three teams which are way better than Alphatari, it could be a possibility for him had he not signed that, that, that you know, renewal. What- so, but what I heard was that there there is a clause that he has in his contract that um, if, a, if a team higher up the grid wants him, that he can get out of his contract. So, but I don't know the details of does it have to be in a, a certain, a certain uh, position on, on the grid Right? Does right. it have to be a top four team or something like that? Right. Yeah. It's just like this was the moment to change. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. he's just stuck at Alphatari now. We know that he doesn't want to go back to Red Bull and fight Verstappen because that Verstappen's team. Uh, yep. Maybe maybe he's, he will be patient enough to maybe go for a Hamilton seat in like two years if Hamilton retires. Right. I mean, Which but, but Ham- Hamilton is saying that he wants to stick around for next yeah. year, uh, at least, uh, which man, even so that's, that's another year for Gasly to wait and another year if he has to just tread water, uh, that that's, that's gotta be tough on him. Um, whereas, you know, maybe, yeah, it would have been good for him to try to jump to a different, uh, team. Um, like Alpine could have been a good fit if if it um you know but I guess if you think I guess it, they're 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 a good midfield team. You'd have a teammate that would push you. Uh, well, but I don't know uh, how well those guys get along, but apparently, yeah, O'Connor and Gasly doesn't get along well, so that that could be a problem. Um, or it could be really but, good, right? Like yeah. like I mean, to to some degree, you don't want them to like each other, but you want them to to, have to a respect. Stand, you want have to, a stand to respect up across each relationship. Other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be a little bit too far. Like you want them right. to get the best yeah. out of each other, right? right. I don't, you, I don't care if they have dinner or not, but you want them to get the best uh, yeah. out of the other, or or to feel like, you know, coming in second to that guy is like coming in last. You know, that that's that's kind of what you want. Yeah, but right? literally, I remember, and I, I was totally wrong. I thought last year that AlphaTauri, by having to build a car by themselves, they could have done something good. Clearly yeah. not. And at this point, I think they they have. Can, can they, you just say uh, Jason was right? Well, you were. I was right by not correct. agreeing with. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you yeah. you didn't Thank say you. I was wrong. You just didn't agree with my opinion. But anyway, yeah. I think at this point, Alphatari is the, the the only guaranteed team that will not be able to win a championship because they are Red Bull's junior team. Right? Yeah, I don't think Red yeah. Bull will ever allow that to happen. And I would say even a move to Williams, it would be more you know, freeing than staying at AlphaTauri. So, hence, I don't understand the, 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 the resigning. 
and now it's only proving that was a bad choice for him. Yeah, he's he's gonna have a tough uh, tough there, and but you know maybe another seat will open up soon. Uh, you know who who knows where where it can go from there. But um, all right, any any other thoughts on uh, silly season uh, or or new teams no. coming in? Or well, I mean, like we need to wait. Uh, to see what's gonna happen we'll definitely be back before the season restarts we'll, we'll do a mid-season review uh with all the drivers and teams uh but i think for now i think it has it has been enough <laughs> in terms of silly season for us to talk hopefully there is more but yeah i think it's enough thing enough to talk for now all right. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, we'll we'll be back and uh, and and give a, a view on how uh, teams have been doing this this year. And uh, yeah, whenever I don't even know what what is the next race, Spa. Spa. Yep. Sounds good. All right. All right. See you later. <laughs>